Father, thank you, Lord. Let the heavens be open over us. Speak unto us and minister to us. Lord, confirm your word with signs and wonders and diverse miracles and giftings of your spirit. Visit each and every one of us. Touch each and every one of us. In Jesus' name have we prayed and all the saints shall say amen. You want to take your seats and give the Lord a mighty clap, offering? Or somebody give the Lord a shout? Turn to somebody, tell the person, I'm excited to see you. Tell another person, I'm happy to see you. Amen. I want to welcome each and every one of you into the presence of the Lord. I believe that it's a good thing to be in the presence of God. The Bible tells us that in his presence there is what fullness of joy, and at his right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Amen. And the Bible also tells us that they go from strength to strength all day that appear in Zion. Zion represents the church. So anytime you come into the house of God, God takes you from strength to strength. Amen. And I want to thank the Lord also that today we had our first tree service. Amen. Hallelujah. And I want to, it, was a, it was a glorious time. Amen. Some of you, you should have come to listen to me preach in tree. I had an interpreter, but I realized that I can do the thing without the interpreter. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 We thank the Lord so much for all the, all the community folks. I want you to know that the gospel is for everybody. Amen. The gospel is for everybody. We shouldn't think that we shouldn't limit the preaching of the gospel. Amen. You know, there were missionaries that came to Africa. They left. I, I've been to, um, where's that place? Ekropon. I'm having no Ekropon. I've been to a coupon, and when I went to a coupon, I saw, I went to the, the, the graveyard of the, some of the, the missionaries that came to Ghana, wow. the missionaries of the Basel movement, they came to Ghana, and a lot of them, when they came to, when, when you look at their, their tombstones, and you can see their ages, a lot of them left everything and came to Ghana as missionaries when they were young, and they died young, they died preaching the gospel. So when I look at it, you see some of them were 23, 27, 28. They left everything. Amen. Amen. And they came to Africa. Many of them died of malaria, but even though people were, they were dying of malaria, they were still coming to preach the gospel. And that is why you and I have salvation. Amen. Amen. And so we also we should be able to do something. Everybody, there's something you can do. Turn to the person to tell the person that there's something that you can do. Amen. There's something that you can do. Maybe you can, um, you, you can do something. If you can't even do anything, cry. your money can do something. Amen. Amen. You can bring your money to, for the preaching of the gospel. Amen. You can give your time. You can give your talents. But at all costs, you should be able to do something for the furtherance of the gospel. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And I want to thank the Lord for the English service also. <laughs> uh, I want to thank God for the opportunity to speak to English-speaking people. Wow. Rest and I'll be, I'll be preaching in French and Spanish. Wow. And I'll be, I'll be preaching in Ewe. Wow. And I'll be preaching in Dagbani. Wow. And I'll be preaching in Hausa. Wow. And um, Igbo, hallelujah. Wow. I'll be preaching. Amen. As a penalty, what will you be preaching in? As a, as a person, what will you be preaching in? 
Hallelujah. All right, let's go into the word of the Lord for today. I believe that God has a word for somebody that is going to bless you. And particularly as we end the year, I believe that God wants to hear us, give us encouragement, give us hope, give us consolation that it is well. Amen. Joshua chapter 1 verse 1. Joshua 1 verse 1 to 2, the Bible tells us, Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all these people, unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Amen. In this scripture, Moses had died. Moses was a superhero of the children of Israel. Moses was there. I mean, they revered Moses. They were happy. They saw the miracles that God used Moses to do. They saw, I watched the movie about two months ago, so I watched the movie uh, Moses. Was it, was it the Ten Commandments? It was about Moses. And I saw how when they got to the Red Sea, it was such a nice scene. Moses climbed a rock and then he lifted up his hands and tally. <laughs> Some wind came and the wind parted the waters. Hey! Moses, Moses was like some Ogo man. So they believed Moses. And all of a sudden, Moses was dead. Moses was dead. So the children of Israel got discouraged. But God spoke to Joshua and told Joshua that it's true that Moses is dead, but I want you to arise and go forward. I want you to arise and possess the promised land. And this is the word of the Lord to each and every one of us. That I do not know how the year 2020 has been. That year 2020, you may have lost certain things. You may have been through the valley. You may have passed through the fire. You may have gone through the darkness. You know, you may have lost a Moses like the children of Israel. But I want you to know something that God is still saying that arise and move forward. You didn't hear what I said. I said God is telling you to arise and move forward. What is it that has happened in the year 2020? You, once you have life, you have hope. Once you have life, you have to know that things can turn around for your good. Once you have life, it means that you can make a difference. No matter what you have lost, you can still recover it. No matter matter whether you've experienced a retrogression, you can still move forward. No matter if, even if you have moved forward, there are still higher heights that you can attain. There's always more room at the top. Amen. Somebody, maybe in the year 2020, you earned $1 million. I want you to know something that in the year 2020, you can earn $5 million. Hallelujah. Maybe you bought a car in this year. In the next year, you buy three cars in Jesus' name. Whatever you achieved in this year, believe God that there's going to be a triple. And that is why God came to Joshua. And God told Joshua that, Joshua, Moses is dead. But don't be crying and don't be mourning. Rise up. Fasten your seatbelt. Buckle up and move forward. Move forward, you and these people, to the promised land. I want to ask you a question. Is there a prophetic word that you have received? Is there a promise that you have received? Is there knowing you have in your heart? Sometimes you, you know that ah, where you are is not where you, you ought to be. There is more. You can sense it. You can feel it. That there is more that God has in store for you. And I, I'm, I'm bringing a word of encouragement to somebody that 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 feeling you have is something that God has put in your heart. And God is saying that there is more that he has in store for you. And therefore, you ought to rise and lay hold on the more that God has in store for you. Who is here, who, who is here you are ready to lay hold on what God has in store for you? May you receive it in the name of Jesus. There's a promotion that is due. You receive it in the name of Jesus. There's some increase that is due. You receive it in the name of Jesus. 
There's a breakthrough that is, do you receive it in the name of Jesus? Hallelujah. So God said to Moses, sorry, God said to Joshua that, Joshua, Moses is dead. Now arise, and a chapter has closed. That's fine, but a new chapter is opening. With every closing of an old chapter, a new chapter opens. I don't know what chapter has closed in your life, but instead of focusing on the chapter that has closed in your life, I want you to begin to focus on the chapter that is opening in your life. Tell someone, tell a person, a new chapter is opening in your life. Focus on that chapter that is opening in your life. Amen. You know, you know, sometimes you can go through a season in your life where people leave you, people desert you. How many of you have been through such a situation, a season in your life where it's like people leave you, people desert you and all that? That is fine. But sometimes eh, when people are leaving us, people are deserting us, we focus so much on those who are leaving us, we, those who are deserting us, those who are browning us, those who are rejecting us, those who are pretending like they don't know us. You focus so much on them that you lose sight of the people that God, the new people that God is bringing in your life. And I want you to know that anytime somebody is leaving your life, God is bringing a new person into your life. There are new relationships that God is bringing into your life. And those new relationships that God is bringing into your life, is going to be, they are going to be greater than the previous relationships. Amen. Somebody give the Lord a clap, offering. So God told Joshua, Arise. Amen. Let's look at verse 6. Joshua, one chap- Joshua chapter 1 verse 6. He said that, look at what God told Joshua. He said, be strong and of a good courage. Be strong and of a good courage. And then verse 7, he told him again. He said, only be thou strong and very courageous. And so we can see that God kept on emphasizing to Joshua to be strong and very courageous. I want, and it's the same word to you also, that God wants you to be strong and God wants you to be very courageous. What does it mean to be strong and courageous? To be strong and courageous means that you can be in the face, you can, you know, the face of contrary situations, contrary circumstances, but yet still be bold, yet still be strong and courageous. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. May you be strong and courageous in Jesus' name. Whatever is before you, I want you to be bold, and I want you to know that you can overcome it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. May you experience a refreshing in Jesus' name. May you experience a renewal in Jesus' name. May you experience a quickening in Jesus' name. Every door that has been closed, I declare opened in Jesus' name. You are entering your inheritance in Jesus' name. You are entering your promised land in the name of Jesus. You'll be rejoicing and smiling. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. As we enter into, as we round up with the year 2020 enter the new year, I want to share some things with us that I believe will bless us. Zechariah 4 verse 10. Zechariah chapter 4 verse 10. Zechariah is in the Old Testament. Amen. I maybe I read the book of Zechariah before. Wow. Zechariah 4 verse 10 says that, who has despised the day of small things? Who has despised the day of small things? It's actually a caution that God has given that we should not despise the day of small things. We should not despise the day of small things. Many of you, you can remember. How many of you can remember when you went to class one? Or you can remember a scene in class one. Or you can remember your class one classroom. How many of you can remember your class one classroom? How it was? Wow. How many of you can remember? I'm just remembering when in primary school we used to cover our books with brown paper. Oh, you know, you cover your books. A lot of work. So, so you can remember, but you know that it was a day of small beginnings. 
But right now, you, all of you, you, are, you are grown-ups. <laughs> Amen. So, Bible is saying that you should not or we should not despise the day of small beginnings. So, anytime you are starting something, many things when you are starting, it always starts small. It always starts small. But don't despise it. Amen. That business, don't despise it. It may look small, but don't despise it. The tree service, don't despise the tree service. Don't despise yourself. Hallelujah. Amen. And then Job 8 verse 7. Job chapter 8 verse 7. It says that, Job 8 verse 7. For though thy beginning be small, yet thy latter, thy latter end should greatly increase. Though thy beginning is small, thy latter end should greatly what? Increase. And so this is the word of the Lord to somebody that your beginning will be small or your beginning could be small. But don't focus on the smallness of your beginning. Don't allow the smallness of your beginning to discourage you. Understand and realize that your latter end shall greatly increase. Amen. And that's what I was saying that, you know, this year maybe, I don't know that your income this year, but believe God, it's going to increase in Jesus' name. The profits you made this year is going to increase in Jesus' name. Whatever revenue you had this year in the coming year is going to increase in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The number of people you were shepherding, pastoring, counseling in the coming year is going to increase in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 2 Kings 3 verse 11. 2 Kings 3 verse 11. I want to show us some people that, you know, their destiny started in a small way, but it eventually became great. Amen. And I believe that through this, you are going to be encouraged. You are going to be encouraged that whatever you are doing, I see people, businessmen in this place, I see people who have started their businesses and they've sent their businesses on Instagram. It's going to grow big. Amen. People have, people are, the people have, some people have done their business cards and they are letting people know that they are into business. It's a good thing. And that business is going to become big. Hallelujah. So the Bible tells us in the book of 2 Kings 3 verse 11, the Bible says, Jehoshaphat said, Is there not here a prophet of the Lord that we may inquire of the Lord by him? And one of the king of Israel's servants answered and said, Here is Elisha, the son of Shaphat, which poured water on the hands of Elijah. Wow. Elisha was a great prophet. Elisha was one of the greatest prophets of Israel. Elisha took over from Elijah. Elisha was a protege of Elisha. Eli of Elijah. Elisha was the son of Elijah. Elisha was the mentee of Elijah. And when Elijah was taken out of the scene, Elisha was now the prophet. And kings were going after Elisha. The Bible tells us that Elisha performed twice the number of miracles that Elijah performed. The Bible tells us that when, you know, Elijah, when he was going to be taken up to heaven, he parted the river Jordan. And when he left, Elisha took the mantle of Elijah and he also smote the waters. And when he smote the waters, as he used the mantle of Elijah to hit the waters, he cried out, as he, he said, where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he cried, where is the Lord God of Elijah? Elijah then immediately, the, the winds came and Parted the river Jordan, and he walked through. Elisha was a great prophet of God. Hallelujah. But Elisha didn't start out as a great prophet of God. Actually, Elisha served or understanding Elijah for about 20 years. Elisha understanding Elijah for about 20 years. Elisha didn't start out as a great prophet. Elisha started out as an errand boy. 
Elijah started out as a servant. And that is all we are seeing. We are seeing that Elijah was being identified as somebody that poured water on the hands of Elijah. In other words, he was Elijah's minister, Elijah's attendant. That is how he started in life. So I don't know where you are right now. But I want you to know that where you are right now, that is not where you would always be. Where you are right now, God is going to take you higher in Jesus' name. God is going to increase you in Jesus' name. Maybe right now you are an assistant to somebody. I want you to know that very soon you are going to be the boss in Jesus' name. Maybe right now you are serving somebody. I want you to know that very soon you are going to be the leader in Jesus' name. You are going to be the ruler in the name of Jesus. So Elisha was serving. Elisha was an attendant. Elisha was um, like the houseboy of Elijah. When Elijah wanted roasted plantain, he sent Elisha. When Elijah wanted food, he sent Elisha. When Elijah wanted somebody to iron his clothes, he sent Elisha. And Elisha readily, joyfully served Elisha. For 20 years, served Elijah for 20 years. And eventually he became, Elisha became a great prophet. I see you becoming a great prophet in Jesus' name. I see you becoming a great leader in Jesus' name. I see you becoming a great man in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I see you being a CEO in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. But before you get there, you must recognize your small beginnings. Appreciate your small beginnings. Wherever God has placed you, thank God for it and serve diligently. The Bible tells us that whatever your hands find to do, do it with all your might. So whatever your hands are doing right now, make sure that you are doing it with all your might. And as you are faithful in doing it, God is going to reward you. Amen. Give the Lord a clap, offering. We want to look at Joshua also, Exodus 24, verse 13. Exodus chapter 24, verse 13. Joshua was also a great man. The Bible says that and Moses rose up and his minister Joshua and went up into the mount of God. From this scripture, we can see that Joshua was a servant to Moses. Joshua was the minister of Moses. Now, Joshua became a, a great military leader. Joshua became the captain of Israel. And Joshua was the one that led Israel to the promised land. But he didn't start like that. Amen. He started as being a servant to Moses. He started as being Moses' minister, Moses' servant, Moses' attendant. Hallelujah. I'm sharing all these things with you for you to know that wherever you are, um, it may look insignificant. Whatever you are doing may look ordinary, may look insignificant, but be faithful in it. Be hardworking in it. Be diligent in it. And very soon, you are going to see yourself on the pathway to greatness. Amen. So for Joshua, he didn't start out as being a great person. Joshua started out as being Moses' minister. Hallelujah. Let's look at David also. First Samuel 16, verse 22 to 23. 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 22 to 23. The Bible says that, And Saul sent to Jesse, saying, Let David, I pray thee, stand before me, for he hath found favor in my sight. Verse 23. And it came to pass when the evil spirit from God was upon Saul that David took an harp and played with his hand. So Saul was refreshed and was well, and the evil spirit departed from him. Hallelujah. Somebody give the Lord a clap of friend. Now, we know that David became king of Israel, isn't it? David was one of the greatest kings of Israel. David was one of the greatest leaders of Israel. And yes, so David didn't start out like that. David started playing instruments. Wow. David started out as being a shepherd boy. 
And in the king's palace, in the king's court, David started out as being, um, as playing instruments for, David, for, for King Saul. As playing the harp for King Saul. That is how he started. Who would have known that this person that started playing the harp eventually would become the king? Have you ever thought of it? That David that was playing the harp in the palace, eventually he became the king of the palace. I want to ask you a question. Now, what are you doing? Amen. Amen. You never know. Maybe somebody is doing projections. Very soon, the person is going to be a pastor. Yeah. And the person will be pastoring another brand. Yeah. Hallelujah. Somebody is playing instruments. Very soon, the person will be pastoring a brand. Somebody is an usher. Very soon, the person will be passionate. You know that when I, I used to be an usher. Wow. I was an usher in church. Wow. Amen. Amen. As an usher, we used to, we used to um, carry chairs yeah. and, and set up the canopy. So the crusade that when we had the crusade, we were setting up the canopy. And, I know how to set up canopy. Wow. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. We we'll wake up at 3 a.m. to go and arrange the place for church. Amen. Amen. Set up the place for church. Then after that, to wait. So from 3 a.m. to like 11, like 11, 12, church, and then church was from 6.30 to 9.30 after 9.30 meetings and all that. So by, 11, by 12 o'clock, by, by 10, we've closed church. Then we have to rearrange the place and all that. I was an usher carrying chairs with my slim body. Amen. Amen. I, I didn't know that I'll be a pastor. Wow. But I was packing chairs. Hallelujah. So what is it that you are doing right now? What you are doing right now? David was in the palace and he was playing the harp. I'm sure he was not really thinking that, oh, he's going to become the king eventually. He's going to sit on the throne. No, he wasn't thinking that. But whatever he was doing, he was doing it faithfully. Amen. So I want to encourage you that whatever you are doing in the house of God, and not just in the house of God, you could be at work, wherever you are, whatever you are doing, do it faithfully. Eventually, there's going to be a day that you are going to be rewarded. Amen. Amen. Ruth, we want to look at Ruth chapter 1, verse 16 to 17. Ruth chapter 1, verse 16 to 17. Ruth chapter 1, verse 16 to 17. The Bible says that, and Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave thee, or to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go. And where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people, and thy God my God. Hallelujah. Verse 17. Where thou diest, I will, he says, you die, and there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me, and more also. If aught, but death part thee and me. Wow. Now, this was Ruth, and Ruth, had, Ruth was married, she, or she had been married, and she had a mother in law, she had a, a mother in law. She was staying with her mother in law, and eventually Ruth's husband died. Ruth's husband died. So Ruth now had the opportunity of going back to her, her family people. But Ruth said that no, she's going to stick with Naomi. Naomi was her mother in law. She's going to stick with Naomi. She said that your people will be my people, your God will be my God. And Ruth decided to serve Naomi. Do you know that it's not an easy thing to serve your mother in law? <laughs> Hallelujah. 
Oh, I mean, we'll be like, so we'll... I'm saying that it's not an easy thing to serve your mother-in-law. Right. But Ruth decided to serve her mother-in-law. And not just, not just serve her mother-in-law. This was somebody that her husband had died. So, so Naomi herself, she was a widow. Naomi was an old woman. Naomi was a widow. And Naomi had become bitter in life. Now, Naomi felt that life had not dealt well with her. So she had become very bitter. And yet still Ruth decided to serve her. It's not an easy thing to serve a widow. It's not an easy thing, easy thing to serve a bitter old woman. Do you know that? A bitter, a bitter disgruntled old woman. A bitter disgruntled complaining memory old woman. <laughs> this was Naomi. But yesterday Ruth said that no, she's going to serve Naomi. She's going to walk with Naomi. She's going to go with Naomi. She's going to serve Naomi. And she served Naomi. And eventually, because she served Naomi, God blessed Ruth. Because she served Naomi, Ruth was, Ruth was a Moabitess. She was a Moab, but because she served Naomi, she was connected to the lineage of Jesus Christ. Do you know that the Ruth's name is mentioned in the genealogy of Jesus? And what did she do so that her name was eventually mentioned? Only five women, their, their names are mentioned in the genealogy of Jesus. You know, um, that culture, they don't mention women's names in, in, um, in their genealogies. But some five women had did strange things that their names were mentioned. And Ruth was one of them. What was it that Ruth did for which cause she was, her name was mentioned in the genealogy of Jesus? She decided to serve Naomi. She decided to serve a bitter, disgruntled, memory, complaining old, old widow whose sons, her, her sons were dead, her husband was dead. <laughs> Hallelujah. I pray that God will give all of us a heart of service in Jesus' name. Because a heart of service is a pathway to greatness. Amen. Let's look at another person that started small and eventually became great. And that person is Jesus Christ. Mark chapter 6, verse 3. Mark chapter 6, verse 3. The Bible says that it's not just the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James, and Joseph, and of Judah, and Simon, and are not his sisters here with us. And they were offended at him. Amen. Amen. It's not just the carpenter, the son of Mary. Wow. Jesus started his life, or he started his career as a carpenter. Wow. You see, when you look at the way they say that, it's not just a carpenter. In other words, they couldn't believe that Jesus was now a prophet. So, Jesus was now a great prophet. So they were looking at Jesus' background. Jesus' background, he started as a carpenter. <laughs> not like there's anything wrong with being a carpenter. There's nothing wrong, but he started as a carpenter. Amen. From nothing to something. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. But he was the son of God. Yeah. Now, wherever you are in life, don't despise where you are. Rejoice in where you are. Give God praise to God where you are. Where you are staying, maybe it's just chained by hall. Thank God for it. It's going to increase. Amen. Amen. Where you are staying, maybe it's, it's just it's one room. It's not a it's not a it's not a what? 
We have used maybe some they've used curtains to partition the place. <laughs> but I believe God. Verse, so you are going to build a mansion. Amen. You are going to stay in a mansion. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Maybe right now you are picking trotro. Very soon you'll be driving your maid back. Amen. 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 Maybe for somebody, the only place you have gone to, you know, there are some people when they say they are traveling, when they say they are traveling, they are traveling to Accra. Me took my Akko in Accra. Me took my Akko Osu. So when they say they are traveling, that's where they are going to. That's their idea of traveling. But I want you to know that don't worry. It's well. Amen. Verse you'll be traveling to Switzerland. Verse you'll be going to Dubai. Verse you'll be going to Malaysia. I remember the other day, I think about three years ago, I ordered something from, some, from somewhere in the U.S. And so the person gave it to somebody who was bringing it. Someone was coming to Ghana. The person was a, the person was a lighthouse pastor. So I met her at a, the person was bringing my item was a lighthouse pastor. So I met her at the airport. So when I met her at the airport to collect my items, you know, she another lighthouse person had come to meet her, and she they were talking, and I was excited at the way they were talking. She was like, "Hey, God has been good to her because she she had come to Ghana for a program, and she had gone to the U.S. and after three weeks she had come back again." So the other person she was talking to, she told the person that she's amazed she found how God has blessed her that she goes to America and comes back like she's going to town to buy Pepe. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like she's going to markets to buy foodstuffs and come back. She found. That would be your story in Jesus' name. Yeah. Hallelujah. Are faithful in what God has given you, eventually God will promote you. And I'm sure that even you yourself, when you look at your life, you look at some years back, you see that God has brought you far. A lot of people are not grateful to God, but gratitude is the seed for more. And whatever God has done in your life, you should be able to thank God for it. When you're able to thank God for it, God moves you to another level. There's always another level. Tell people that there is always another level. So look at the past and see that God has brought you far and thank God for how far God has brought you. And as you thank God for how far God has brought you, I see God taking you higher in Jesus' name. I said, I see God taking you higher in Jesus' name. I see God taking you further in the name of Jesus. I see God doing greater and glorious things in your life in Jesus' name. Somebody give the Lord a mighty clap of faith. So don't despise where you are. Maybe for somebody, what the person is able to afford is Gary Sokins. Eat it with joy. Because you realize that it will come to a time where you may not be able to eat Gary Sokins again. Amen. And you realize that ah, when you see that you'll be just you'll just be happy when you are able to eat Gary Sokins. Amen. Amen. And as you are eating, you remember. Remember how far God has brought you. So you may not be where you want to be, but at least you are not where you used to be. 
God has brought you far. God has done something for you. Learn to thank God for it. Learn to celebrate God for it. Learn to be joyful for what God has done for you. And as you are joyful and you celebrate the Lord, I see God taking you higher in Jesus' name. May the Lord refresh you in Jesus' name. May the Lord do new things in your life in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 1 verse 37. Luke chapter 1 verse 37. The Bible said that in Luke 1 verse 37. It says, for with God nothing shall be impossible. For with God nothing shall be impossible. And another scripture, another scripture says that all things are possible to him that believes. Amen. Amen. Another attitude I want us to have as we close the year is that I want you to believe. I want you to believe that all things are possible. I want you to believe that all things are possible. Amen? I want you to have a positive mindset. I want you to have that mindset that all things are possible. When you have that mindset that all things are possible, you begin to realize that indeed all things are possible. All things will begin to work out for you. Begin to, begin to believe that it is well with you. Begin to believe that that company is growing. Begin to believe that your business is prospering. Begin to believe that your marriage is prospering. Begin to believe that your, your health is prospering. Begin to believe that you are moving forward in your finances. You are moving forward in your career. You are moving forward in your relationships. In all that concerns you, you are moving forward. Because the Bible says that for with God, nothing shall be impossible. And the Bible also says that all things are possible to him that believeth. Amen. So if we are going to experience that life where all things are possible, what we have to do is that we have to work hard. We have to work hard. Amen. Amen. We have to work hard. That, those are one of the sayings of people who believe that all things are possible. People who believe that all things are possible, they, are, they always go like, let's work harder. Because in life, you can try a lot of things and it will not work. Or you can be pushing, pushing, it may not work. But what you have to do is that you have to keep on pushing. You have to work harder and work harder. And as you keep on working harder, you keep at it, you are working harder. Eventually, you experience a breakthrough. Eventually, you experience a breakthrough. How many people are ready to experience a breakthrough? May you experience your breakthrough in Jesus' name. I said, may you experience your breakthrough in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Another thing that people who believe that it is possible say to themselves is that this is what they say. Let us try it. Let us give it a chance. Let us try it. Let us give it a chance. Hallelujah. People who are able to get things done, people who are productive, that is what they say. That I'll try it. I'll give it a chance. And we see it in the Bible that four lepers, you know, they decided to try it. They decided to give it a chance. They decided to move forward. And when they move forward, they experience a breakthrough. Amen. So, you know, Enough of the talking. Try it. Give it a chance. Attempt it. Amen. Amen. Just, just try it. Tell Bernice, just try it. Tell somebody, just do it. You know, there are some people, they are always calculating. And they never get things done. Amen. I remember when I was, when I was in the university first year, when I'm going to lecture, say, the morning, Always, God will lay on my heart to preach in, in the lecture room before the lecturer comes. Every time. And when I get to the lecture room, this is what I do. So, I, so many times I didn't preach because I was hesitating. 
So when I get to the lecture room and I feel the burden strong that I should preach, I should stand up and preach, then I'll tell myself that, you know, I'm going to count one to ten. When I count one to ten, by the tenth time, I'll get up and preach. So I'll be sitting on my chair and I'll start counting one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And when I get to ten, I'll say, okay, I'll count ten to one. Then I'll start 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Then I'll get to 1. Then I'll do like that, sir. Then the lecture will come and I'll preach. I'm going to say, oh. Eventually. I, so I did it. When I, felt, I did it for like one month. Every time I hesitated, I said, no. I can't continue. I have to, I have to just do it. So when I get there, no. Just stand up and start preaching. Wow. Hallelujah. So I started that. So I stopped all the hesitation and then counting one to ten and ten to one and uh, two times table and five times table and saying so, doing so many calculations and things you know, just for the right time. No. Amen. It's the same thing that some people do. Some people want to propose to a lady. They are always calculating. They are always calculating. <laughs> yeah, just propose. Tell just propose. Just do it. Just move forward. And there are some people like they want to start a business. Every day they are discussing their business plan. They have spoken about their business plan so much, we are tired. Please don't come and tell us the business plan again. Just do the business. Just start the business. You have done your financial analysis and all that, my friend. The truth of the matter is that you've in, the real, in real life, you realize that all your financial analysis, it won't go like that. <laughs> How many of you have realized it? It won't go like that. So don't even do financial analysis. Just start. Because it won't go like all the time you spend to do your financial projections, it don't go like that. So don't even waste your time. Just start with that. Start with that. I'm, 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 as your pastor, I'm telling you, start without financial projections. Start without a business plan. <laughs> you see that? All oh, this business plan and executive summary. Charlie, <laughs> oh my God. You're, you're wasting time. Start the thing. When you start the thing, you see that the, the thing is working. Amen. Amen. All the people that have been doing business plan, where has the business gotten to? <laughs> but many of the people who don't do business plan, they are the ones that their business is, is, is excellent. So move forward. Tell Pendex to move forward. So that is a statement that people who have a possibility mindset, they say that they want to try it. They want to take the chance. And I want to encourage you that take that chance. Try it. You know, I, I feel strongly that for many of us, and God wants us to try something new. A lot of us, and we have done things the same way. God wants us to try something new. And the reason why a lot of people don't like to, do you know that even for us as a church, deciding to do a tree service is something new. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the... the, the, the um, 
the, the Holy Ghost miracle campaign we had and the, the testimonies that came, I, I put one of the testimonies on, on my status. And a certain classmate of mine from, from the university, he, 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 he saw it and then he commented on it and he said, he remembers my tree. He said he, he said he remembers my tree, how I used to speak tree. I, I said, you don't know. I'll be preaching a tree. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, I'm just, can't you see I'm just doing it? I'm, and yes, I'm a court tree classes. So. Now me preach what tree move. Mr. Tiyanami, who said tree no eba, eba, eba. Miami who said me catching chain crawfish on my tree and my casa. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, another mindset that people who believe that they can get it done, they have. And this is very important, is that they believe that they are as good as those who have done it. I want you to say after me, say, I am as good, am as, good as those who have done it. So there's, there, you have to have that mindset. Amen. You have to have that mindset because the Bible says, for with God all things are possible. So if somebody has been able to get a first class, you can also get a first class. If somebody has, been, has, has, has worked hard and has been promoted at work, you can also be promoted at work. If somebody is able to heal the sick, you can also heal the sick. If somebody is able to preach the word of God, to do the work of the ministry, you are as good as the person. You can also do it. Tell, tell the person you can also do it. Amen. So stop exempting yourself. And one of the things that a lot of people do, one of the mistakes, uh, wrong mindsets a lot of people have, is that this is what a lot of people go like. They go like, oh, it's the grace. This person, is the grace God has given him. It's the grace of God. Only the Jamia friend will say, on your way, it's the grace of God. No. It's not, grace is not like grace. People work hard. When you see results in somebody's life, it's not, it didn't just happen. That, that's what I want you to understand. Amen. When you see results in somebody's life, when you see success in somebody's life, when you see excellence in somebody's life, when you see somebody doing well in a certain area, in a certain field, I want you to know something that it didn't just happen. Yes. Amen. 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 A lot of people admire Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> Some people don't. So, but he works hard. Yeah. Amen. He works hard. Things do not just happen. People work hard for the success that they have. Amen. And so I want to encourage you that you also should decide to work hard. You also should decide to work hard. Tell to the person, I'm working hard. I'm working hard. In Jesus' name. I'm excelling in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, another thing that people say People who have a possibility mindset, and I'm sharing these things with you because in the coming year, you are going to do great and glorious things. In the coming year, you are going to excel. With the most, I see your business expanding in Jesus' name. 
Hallelujah. Some of you, God is telling me to tell some people that you have been going to people to buy things from them. Very soon, you are the one that will be importing the things to Ghana. You'll be the one importing things. People will be coming to you to buy from you. You are go- God is going to make you a wholesaler in Jesus' name. You are going to be an importer of goods in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. People who have a possibility mindset also say that it is not too late to start. It is not too late to start. There are people that they think that they have grown. There are people that they think that time has gone. There are people that they think that it is too late for them to start. It's too late for them to start that business. It's too late for them to um, start that relationship. It is too late for them to start that church, start that branch, start that organization. I want you to know that it is not too late. The first time to the first best time to have started was yesterday. But today is the best time, the second best time to start. So take advantage of today. And start whatever God is laying on your heart to start. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Another mindset that people who get things done, they have, is that this is what they say to themselves. Let us work until it is finished. Let us work till we are done. We don't rest till the job is done. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We are not going home till we have finished what we have to finish. There are people that when they do something, they want to rest. There are some people that they rest more than they work. Some people, they work for one hour and they rest for three hours. But you don't rest till you have finished your work. Hallelujah. And may the Lord bless and prosper you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Then the last statement I want to give is that you have to be able to tell yourself that I will never give up. Say to yourself, I will never give up. Say, I will never give up. Say, I will never be discouraged. I will never be confused. I will never be discouraged. I will never give up. You will never give up in Jesus' name. And once you have that mindset, you will not give up. You will be ready to fight to the end and be able to accomplish what God has in store for you. Amen. Somebody give the Lord a mighty clap of them. Oh, give the Lord a shout. How many of you have been blessed by the word? I believe that God is going to do something new in your life. I want you to forget about the past. Like we learned from Joshua. Forget about what has happened in the past. And move forward. And God is going to and have a positive mindset. Believe that you can get it done. Believe that all things are possible and you are going to see things happening in your life. Shall we be on our feet? I want you to talk to God right now. Talk to God. Tell the Lord your expectations and your heart's desire. Tell the Lord that, Lord, what you have laid on my heart, I'm getting it done. Talk to God. Tell the Lord, Lord, I'm running the race that is set before me. I'm running with endurance and patience and perseverance. The race that is set before me. I want you to lift up your hands right now and talk to the Lord in Jesus' name. Somebody lift up your hands, talk to the Lord. Let me hear your voice. Lift up your voice and talk to God. 
Lift up your voice and talk to God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Pray for the grace to start new things. Pray for the grace to attempt great things.